Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Hey, how about that? We're back. We're on the air. We, I mean me, I'm Rick Tittle. What you got? 9 to noon Pacific time on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. A lot of times people say, I turned it on at 9 and it was news. Yeah, I apologize for that. The first five minutes is always news. It's usually re-aired. It'll say things like, the Kaiser has been exiled from the Kingdom of Germany. Rick, they never had a king. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, then we have a one-minute break. <laughs> Blue goo with real emu oil. And then we start at 06. So 906, 1006, Pacific time. Get in. Get heard. We're here for you. We're talking sports. And the great thing about this show is I'm so great. No, I'll talk about any sporting topic that you would like. It doesn't even have to be football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quarter total about chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. It can be something else in the sporting world. It certainly can. And in fact, we're going to start off this show with a big star, Clint Black. Ah, oh God, Fran. No, that's, that's Garth. But Clint Black. And I have to ask him about his time on uh, Celebrity Apprentice, too, because that's, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. Uh, we'll also have... Um, SellSportTalk.com. Petty Mangan will be in studio. J.D. Sharp will drop by from Pro Wagering in the third hour. And we'll close out the show with Drew Millard. He has a new book called How Golf Can Save Your Life. That's pretty heavy stuff. I know. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard. We are here for you. Also, the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, Take that very seriously. So great to be on AFN. If you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with Clint Black on the other side.
I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at CollectibleExchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's CollectibleExchange.com. All right, of course, the dulcet tones of one of the greatest country stars of all time, Clint Black there, Killing Time, his iconic song. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure now to welcome Clint Black to the show, and he is here to talk about his uh, brand-new interview show called Talking in Circles with Clint Black. It's going to premiere this Friday on Circle Network. Clint, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about your new project, please. Well, 
it's actually we're in uh, we're uh, premiering season four. We've got uh, Carrie Bradshaw, uh, uh, Charles Eston, Kathy Lee Gifford, Patricia Heaton, Kevin Nealon, and uh, on and on. We've just got uh, we we keep being surprised at who says yes. <laughs> it's just fantastic. We have a live audience in this show. And we just have the kind of conversations that we would have backstage or in the green room waiting to go on. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just having a ball with it. And uh, for those people unfamiliar, if you could tell us a little bit about the Circle Network, please. Uh, Circle is, uh, it's, it's really starting to surge now. Circle is the uh, home network for the Grand Ole Opry. They have a lot of other uh, country based shows, music shows, country music, lifestyle shows. And uh, they, they're relatively new, but they're really uh, really starting to expand. You can see it on Roku or go to clumplife.com to find out uh, where to find it in your neighborhood. You know, I'm sure people ask you about this all the time, but um, I, I watched your season of Celebrity Apprentice. I've had Tom Green in studio with me many times. He's got some funny stories. But for you... As kind of, a, if I dare say, more of a straight lace, forward thinking guy, to have guys like Dennis Rodman and Tom Green <laughs> on your team, what was it, Co Two? What was that like? Because I know that that was uh, that was not an easy show to do, was it? No, and I really didn't understand exactly what I was getting into, and probably you can't. You know, you you, you don't know. I mean, you see uh, an hour long show, but every day of taping is about. Uh, 18 hours so uh, it's six days a week I was on every episode so five and a half weeks Uh, I was pretty beaten down you know just from uh, you know sleep debt Uh, but also just from seeing the unkindness and that we don't have that in my business if you're unkind you know you're you're really uh, abusive of people you're gonna get a ticket home real fast so watching all of that up close uh, uh, it was a little jarring, and I learned early on that uh, my chief objective was not to win, but rather just to uphold my own standards of a character and not be drawn into you know petty things. Just uh, take a deep breath and don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, and you well, you raised a lot of money for the Rett syndrome too. I mean that that also is something. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, ironically, you know, Scott Hamilton said, he goes, you know, they haven't figured out how to do this right on the show. He said, so after you get off the show, I'm going to help you really raise some money. Uh, so I raised some, some good money for him, but that was really what did it. Was uh, And Scott and I were already friends, but he didn't know about my charity. And... Uh, you know, he helped me uh, raise over a million dollars Wow! Uh, after the show. What a guy. Yeah. The other thing about you, I think, with, with you and, and, and Lisa, I don't know if you, have, excuse me if you have, I don't know if you've written a book on how to have a successful, long-lasting marriage, especially a celebrity long-lasting marriage, but do you have any secrets for the general public? Yeah, I've written a songbook on it. <laughs> you, can, you can look in the lyrics of the songs, and there's some good lessons in there. Uh, 
when Roy Rogers found out uh, Lisa and I were getting married, he said, I'll give you one piece of advice. Don't ever go to bed angry. Mm. And there's so much wisdom in that uh, because, you know, anger carries over and it becomes uh, indistinguishable. Uh, Anger, resentment, guilt, uh, frustration, all of that stuff just becomes one big blob of something you cannot dissect. So wipe that off the table uh, every day. Uh, communicate well uh, and and protect your marriage. Grow it. Um, it's been easy for us because uh, you know we communicate so well, and uh, you know life can deal you surprises and life can be tough. But uh, you can you can guard your marriage from all that. One of the things that, of course, is so remarkable is. Not only are you a talented singer and uh, musician, but you, you basically wrote everything yourself. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of songwriters out there that can't sing their stuff. And I think at times maybe you were pressured to sing other people's stuff. Where, where, why did you kind of hold out and say, look, I got this. I can do this on my own? Yeah, I wrote half of Killing Time with uh, Hayden Nicholas, my lead guitarist, and the other half myself. I went into the second album and, and it had about three albums worth of material written. Uh, by the third album, the record company was pressuring me. Now I'd sold four million records and had nine number ones at that point. But they started pressuring me to record outside songs, and I was really surprised. That pressure uh, continued and, and really became contentious at times. Uh, it continued uh, quite a ways uh, through my career, and uh, I never understood it. But for me, I, I was, you know, look, I don't care how many more records you can sell. I'm here to do the work. If we sell records, that's the fantastic byproduct of the work. But I'm not going to turn my job over to someone else. It's, it's, it just seems ludicrous. I enjoy it too much. So... So I stuck to those guns, uh, and, uh, and, it, and it really became a sore spot between me and the label. But to their credit, they released the albums and did a great job with them. But when the contract was over, uh, you know, the bloom was off the rose, and uh, I moved on, and I couldn't go to another major label. I just decided to release them myself. and. Fortunately, things evolved by that point where I was able to do that uh, through independent distribution. There he is, Clint Black. Make sure to check out the show, Talking in Circles with Clint Black. We already have 36 episodes in the can. Season 4 is going to premiere on May 13th. Lots of interesting celebrities interviewed, as only Clint can do. Clint, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Well, I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Sure, no doubt about it. And... There's something, <clears throat> quite honestly, about growing up in the Bay Area where uh, we kind of think, oh, people who have cowboy hats and they got that twang. And there's no doubt Clint Black sings with a twang. And, and on the way out, we're going to hear Like the Rain. But as I've gotten older, I, I still am not a huge fan of uh, country music, but I do appreciate more um the effort, and I know that sounds weird. In other words, I'm not buying a lot of albums, but there are a couple of uh, artists that I like. I'm not really into the new stuff. <laughs> I'm too old, but I do appreciate it. And I'm one, you know, I'm one generation removed. When my uh, grandfather went hunting, he always wore a 
cowboy hat. My mom used to work at a horse stable and give tours, and she wore a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. So I'm, I'm basically one generation removed from the cowboy hat. So it's in my DNA somewhere. It's just hard to find sometimes since I'm such a sophisticated city boy. All right. Clint Black, everybody. Good stuff. We'll come back with an open segment right here. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 
Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to this show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up in the next segment, we'll do our salesportstalk.com segment. Uh, and uh, Patty Mangan <clears throat> will be in studio. I was with Patty on uh, Sunday over at SailGP uh, near the St. Francis Yacht Club here in San Francisco. We'll talk about that. But we do have open lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> The uh, Warriors lost in L.A. last night, 104-101, in a game that looked like they were going to win. And, I mean, down the stretch, they just made some bad mistakes. And how the game ended was one of the most stupid things I I have ever seen. The Warriors needed to get a three-pointer to tie it with eight seconds left. Draymond Green got the ball and started driving to the rim. Why? What are you, Judd Bushler? You're driving to the rim, and then he throws the ball to a Laker. Curry couldn't even get his shot off. And I'm like, Draymond, what are you doing? What could you possibly be thinking driving the rim when you need three points? Now, if you think this is a repeat of 2016, where the Warriors were done against KD and Oklahoma City, down 3-1 in the Western Finals, maybe you're right, or maybe you're wrong. But the Warriors had a 12-point lead, gave it up, started the fourth quarter on a 7-0 run, opened it up, and... The Warriors, their version of excellence is, you know, you think about the relentless times they had. There was one play where a three was taken, I think by Curry, it was missed, and another three was taken, and it was missed, and another three was taken, and that was it. Dominic says the play was for a corner three for Clay off the drive, but LeBron recognized the play and sent AD to cover the corner. Great play by LeBron. Um, <clears throat> thank you for that analysis, Dominic. I just think it's a, uh, I just think it's too risky. I mean, if you want to blame Kerr for it, because what happens when you go to the rim, you're going to attract attention from the biggest guys. You're going to attract attention from LeBron. You're going to attract attention from the unibrow. And that basically means you have to fight through those two guys to get to, to the three, <clears throat> to get to the pass off. So someone could take a three. The other thing that was maddening was there was a guy named Lonnie Walker IV. Now, I've talked about him, but I've talked about him like I talked about Kaminga. Why in the world would that guy out of nowhere be the best player on the four in the fourth quarter? I, I don't know. 
how that happened. But when you look at Curry, who's one of the greatest players, offensive players in the history of the world, you know, four rings, two MVPs, unanimous, basically revolutionized basketball, he has. Uh, you think about what he did against the Kings, especially in Game 7, with 50. The only glaring weakness Steph Curry is, has is that he's 6'3". That's it. Let's go to the uh, phones, though, and let's talk to another disappointed Warrior fan in New York City. Charlie, what's going on? Lonnie Blanking Walker. Yeah, not Bucky Dent. <laughs> 15 points at li- well, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, a couple of uh, questions I'll throw out and you will answer throughout the course of the day. Why did they get away from the pick and roll uh, in the first half, which uh, was working so well? They seemed to get away from that in the second half. I question that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Gary Payton started. I question that, but he was great mm-hmm. uh, for him. He locked down uh, Russell, completely shut him down. Why didn't he only play two minutes in the fourth quarter? Like maybe it was just the uh, things started rolling and they couldn't. But why not get him out there to cover uh, Lonnie? I, I don't. I, 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 that a uh, little little question there. I know it was a bang bang last second thing. They still had a timeout. Uh, Curry instinctually threw the ball over. It just sort of rolled it out of bounds because he was just trying to get it to someone to get a shot up. They still had a timeout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to fault him for that. Um, you know, Curry wasn't shooting the ball well, but he played a great – I mean, how can you uh, – you know, it's just a fantastic game. Uh, Poole is unplayable. I don't know if the Warriors or just social media or I – think, I think his spirit is broken. He, 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 he was just terrible for 10 minutes, turning the ball over, no, no points, just – Unbelievable. Clay Thompson. I mean, this dude wants a max contract. I don't know if he's worth a max contract. He took those two quick three-pointers in the fourth quarter. I was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? He he, he was like hunting for shots. He's he, he, They're not going to win if he's only going to score nine points. Wiggins was okay, but you needed Wiggins from last year's playoff uh he needed to play more mm-hmm. or a, a, a notch up. They don't have it's 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 Curry and a bunch of other guys, and the other guys, uh, the Lakers, other guys are all stepping up. Reeves had a great second half, a lousy first half. Lonnie Walker in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, you, you can go on and on. Um, it, 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 they just looked more together as a team. They're bigger. Uh, the, 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 what I, I was like when Draymond drove to the basket, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then, and then when he threw the ball away, and they still got a jump ball, and they still it was. No, they're not going to pull the. They're not going to be game six clay from Oklahoma, and I think I think that I could see the Lakers, just, you know, uh, much like last series, uh, losing game five. But then I think it's you know unless unless. Steph has a game seven uh, nuclear uh, uh, like against the Kings. I, I think that you know, and honestly, I, 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 you know, our emotions aside, I don't, I didn't know what to expect from this team going into the playoffs. I'm not writing them off yet. Uh, this team has done crazy stuff in the last ten years. I think they lost this series uh, uh, 
kicking game six against the Kings, which forced them to play game seven. Mm-hmm. I think I think if they had wrapped that up in six, I, I mean, it's just my theory. They they would have gone in with equal rest with the Lakers, and losing game one to the Lakers, you know, they three they had twenty one threes, three players scored twenty points, the three big, uh, you know, Clay, Steph, and and and, and Poole had six threes. And they lost that game, and 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 you know, hats off to the Lakers. I mean, they you know they just uh, they look their their other guys are just playing better, and 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 the and the and, you know Looney didn't give much. Uh, Jermichael Green, I don't even know if he played two minutes, maybe. So, okay. uh, you know, I, I, I just think it's this this was meant to be, and. I would I I wouldn't write them you know I hate when you see the last point I hate when you see stuff like the dynasty is over the dynasty is over I, I would say the dynasty is officially over when Curry retires uh, or when he leaves uh, until then I, I I don't I wouldn't write this team off but you know a lot of questions in the offseason I'm not writing it off yet but I, I don't see them winning three in a row I mean uh, they had the 12 point lead in the third quarter and and I said to myself, well, this is either they're going to step up and put their foot on their necks, or this is going to be the same thing all year long. They lost so many fourth quarter leads. They played poorly down stretches all year long, and it was just a repeat of the season. So um, anyway, that's that's my vent session with well, you. Well, think, think about think about this: yeah. Jordan Poole, four years, one hundred and twenty-eight million. I would be. I know. I, I listen. He earned. I don't know if he earned it. I guarantee you. I would guarantee you he's traded in the off season. Really? I, I, yeah, I don't, he, he, I don't, or I, I, yes, I'm, I'm predicting they're going to try. I think they're going to try. I don't know if Bob Myers is coming back, but I think they saw enough out of Curry. Oh, all right. Let me jump. I'm jumping around. Would you give Clay a max extension? Clay Thompson, four years on whatever max is. Uh, I just I'm so loath to go back to 40 years of sucking again. I think I would. <laughs> so you would bring back even as much as we despised Raymond. You would bring him back. No, to- not him, not him. But I would bring. I would uh, he- keep the Splash Brothers together. Yeah, I I would guarantee I would pool is gone. I Kaminga they might try to package him to get some young length. I don't know what they're as much. Uh, why did Dray? I mean, of all the plays in that game, Draymond throwing the ball with like eight. I just like oh, it's so Draymond. I, just, I mean, who else it, is going to have a so, stupid turnover like that? Yeah, Draymond is. All yeah. right, buddy, I'll keep listening. <laughs> all right, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, you know what? There are a lot of people. And we'll I'll get into this a little bit later in the show, but there are a lot of people now who are pointing directly at Kerr and blaming him. But on the other hand, when you have guys like Poole that you know they look they look like they're running downhill. <clears throat> that used to be something when I was a quarterback in high school, and I used to whenever we'd have a lead, my coach would just call for sneaks to run out the clock, and I used to pretend that I was running downhill. I thought that would help me since I wasn't the world's fastest guy. But Poole looks like he's running downhill for real. It's not like he's thinking about it. He's just so out of control. Once again, $128 million. All right, when we come back, Salesport Talk, come on.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm here in London with Dean Richards, MBE, World Player of the Year 1991 in rugby, played in three World Cups, won three Grand Slams, and as a coach, won for his team two European titles and four domestic titles. Dean, it's so good to have you with us here. Thank you very much, Karen. I'm delighted to be here. Now, we just had a coronation of King Charles III, and it was quite an amazing experience, and I was here in London for that. What were you doing on that day? Well, I, I shouldn't really say it, but I, I was actually fishing on the Tay and, uh, and then traveled down to my parents who had, uh, had recorded it and, uh, and then watched it post, uh, post getting down there. But, uh, but what an occasion. It was absolutely fantastic, amazing. Uh, and I'm a complete royalist through and through. And had I not pre-booked the fishing and, and had the opportunity to catch salmon, which you don't very often, then, then I would have, uh, I'd have tried to get down here and watch it, watch it live. So did you catch any fish that day? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, but uh, but that's another story. Uh, it's a bit of a shame, but but the opportunity to try and catch one is there, and and you can't really miss out on it. It's, uh, once you get one online, then it's, it's a fantastic feeling, and and fighting and teasing that fish for twenty minutes or whatever it takes is you can't beat that the the experience. What is the art of casting with a fly? Um, it, it's it's all about getting the fly in the right place at the right time, and. Uh, and sometimes you can cast ugly, but it's just lands in the right spot and, uh, and you, you catch your fish. But, but invariably, it's understanding the water, where it is and, and where the fish might be and, and just getting your fly there and, and, and watching it and making sure that it drifts into the right place. Well, this is Salesport Talk, but you are a rugby player and you've been a coach for 25 plus years, worked with some great players and understand how strategy and teamwork really makes a difference with a team. If you were looking at this from a perspective of talking to people around the world, since we have 168 countries we broadcast to and 100 million people, not everybody who understands a monarchy and the role of the monarch, what would you say this experience of the coronation is for the people of England and how it brings them together? How would you compare that to, to building a team? Wow. Um, well, obviously, it's about leadership and uh, having the right person at the helm. But then building a strategy uh, and then implementing it and uh, making sure you have the right people doing the right jobs. Um, and certainly on the day, with the, having watched it through time and again, the, uh, the coronation, I just thought it was time to perfection. I thought the right people are in the right place. To have Handel's piece being played at that pivotal moment in, in the coronation and culminating in the, the king emerging... I just thought it was unbelievable the way that they'd gone through it with precision, got everything right, uh, and it was absolutely amazing on the day. I, I loved it. And if ever there's a lesson on teamwork and strategy and precision, uh, that certainly was it. Thank you so much for being with us, Dean. Thank you very much indeed, Karen. All right, thank you for that. Crisscross Applesauce. It is Tuesday at 940. That means we check in with our friends at salesportstalk.com and in studio, especially if you're watching on twitch.tv, you see Patty Mangan uh, is with us. And uh, as I mentioned, Patty and I were over uh, near the St. Francis Yacht Club in the media area for Sale GP on Sunday, which was the uh, the final, we had three races, uh, Patty. The first two was to decide who would win the San Francisco event, and then the last one was kind of the biggie with just three boats. Uh, Team Australia with our friend Tom Slingsby, who's been on the show multiple times, they won 300000 for the San Francisco event. Then they won the whole deal 
for a million. So they made a cool $1.3 million. Yeah. Nice prize, right? <laughs> I don't know how that compares to other sports, but uh, it's good. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, how many are in the crew? Like seven? Oh, no. I mean, there would be a, a flexible crew. Now, I can't tell you exactly, but I mm-hmm. would say. But I mean, during the race, how many are uh, I would say there's seven or eight yeah. on board. Yeah. Um, and the race was actually exciting because it was, and I think it helped too that the television coverage was so outstanding and it was showing like a gridiron and it really helped. Yes sort of the drone view helicopters were around but australia had it in the bag and then they came down off their foils yes on their hulls more than once yeah right near the end and here comes new zealand (laughs) and so they basically won it by what like a boat length right pretty much i mean they were right behind him um and he in the press conference after that tom said you know that he was he was scared Mm -hmm. he thought i can't believe i've come this far We've come this far, and we're we're gonna we're gonna lose it right here, right now. <laughs> now, what happens? Obviously, I understand that you don't have enough wind, and the boat comes right. off its foils. How do you make sure you get the wind back? What what sails do you throw out? You just have to angle into it. At, um, you have and, to find it and find it, find it, and hold it, and keep it up. Um, and again, at the press conference, he did say that you know. New Zealand just did not make as many maneuvers, and he was trying to kind of position himself to be ahead of him. Uh, and he he made more maneuvers than he maybe he needed to. That's the thing too. I thought was interesting was that it's basically what six legs, right, yes. down and back, yeah. and you have to go around a buoy mark. A mark. Thank yeah. you. You go around a mark. There's two choices on one end, and then there's one on the other end, right? Yeah. Um, but you have to sort of, I would say, tack to the outside and then yes. tack back. That's yep. the only way because you're never going to go in a straight line like a inboard motorboat. No. You can go into a pretty wide, 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 um, and maybe hold it depending on wind. But for the most part, you're tacking through it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. It looked like sometimes when people go around the, the first, they would choose one or two marks. I would think, as we used to say as, a, as an old college defensive back, we wanted a d- deep pursuit angle. Yep. Sometimes it looked like they were going just flat, like completely horizontal. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to go more at like a 45-degree angle? Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot more than just going around. And, and actually, now, now that I think it, they're calling it the gate during the competition by the announcers. But in our racing on the bay, we call it a mark. Mm-hmm. But um, what they're also doing is figuring out how to break wind for other people mm-hmm. uh, they i do that sometimes <laughs> after i go to an indian came restaurant out of my mouth and i went oh <laughs> <laughs> but if they can if they can uh get into such a position that a rules would not allow someone else to cut in or they mm-hmm. would be penalized and or they can create a situation where someone else loses the wind that they've got that is what there's a lot of strategy going around mm-hmm. that and that's why you'll see them all going from one gate and then one will peel off he'll, he'll just go that is going to be terrible. Yeah, it's like I will go that way and I might have all the wind. Cle- all the wind or clear, clear field. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be jockeying with I, I thought it was interesting too because, you know, you're the experts in this and this is my first time watching a GP race was that once you're approaching the gate, if you kind of have, if you're there first, they were calling it the right of way and you have to let that boat go first yep so it's not like a car race where you can try to sneak in and get on the inside nope nope 
there's the rules of sailing and uh, in general, and you have to give way. I think probably the most fascinating thing I saw all three races Mm -hmm. was that there was this imaginary white line where we could see it on TV. All they would see is two little starter buoys, whatever marks, Mm -hmm. and they would try to hit it at the exact second the race was going to start at full speed. And all three races, as it counted, eight, seven, six, five, they all were right on the line. And I just, I cannot believe that they can get it that precise when the wind is taking control of the boat. It takes a lot of practice. (laughs) And that is, but that, if you can be the first over that start line, it'll determine the race. Uh, Even in our local racing. And uh, that's when a lot of people run into each other because someone will come in and, and, and take a chance and go into a hole that they think they can get through, but they don't know that the other guy's mm-hmm. planning to, to. We did see a collision with the USA boat, too. Yeah, right? yeah, and there was a collision on Saturday at 2. Not bad ones, but um, was it uh, Spain hit United States and they didn't see it coming? Mm-hmm. Threw, threw some people out. Out of position. Last time they did that, they sunk the main 1899, and we started the Spanish-American War. No. Oh. <laughs> um, what about Penny Mangan is with us from SalesportTalk.com. Uh, talking about GP here. I was <clears throat> surprised, pleasantly surprised, at the interest. There was, you know, you and I, fancy pants, we go right into the media center, but there was a line all the way down Marina Green, almost to Chrissy Field, of people. Yeah who wanted to get a look, the sponsorships, all the people who were working for Sail GP seemed like they were international. They had come from all over the world. Um, I guess I didn't realize because I'm so, you know, focused on the sports that I follow at the interest in this. Oh, worldwide. Uh, so Sail GP, America's Cup, all these uh, world competitions, they travel around the world to have each uh, level of the competition or, or leg of it, let's say, um, and for a purpose to bring awareness and to have an audience and ex- expose the love and, and um, I mean, it's crazy. Some of this, mm-hmm. these are jets on the water. Yeah. And they always end here in San Francisco, right? And we are so lucky. They let, they have their final race here. I also got to see, and I've talked about it many times, the wasps yes. with the silent Z and we saw wasps with flags from all over the world. And as you told me, those kids are just having fun that they kind of concluded their race on Saturday. They did. And just to, for your mind's eye listening on the radio, it's like um, a one-man, one-person boat with a foil. And then there's like on each side a net that you can lay on with your full body weight yep. and then just flip back and forth. It's, uh, it's an interesting way to learn those uh, those different types of disciplines, but it's also those things go really fast too. Extremely fast. So we got to see them play on on Sunday, and then they competed, and they um, they had to qualify. So there was uh, eight eight young men, seven w- young women, and uh, the I don't have the the finishes handy, but we were going to talk to. I did meet Ethan Thompson from Canada, from Halifax, and. Um, he qualified in, uh, I believe, Chicago, and then uh, he lived in Bermuda, or they had qualifications there as well. But in all the locations that CLGP competes, they get a big, big crowd. Um, of course, in, in Australia, it's, it's huge. The crowd is huge. 
um, because we have Tom Slingsby, mm-hmm. such a hero to uh, the the nation. I noticed too when they were showing the breakdown of the personnel on the boats that the tactician seemed always to be a female. Yeah, which I think is good if you go with stereotypes that. Uh, women are better at figuring things out than men sometimes <laughs> it just seems that it seems that way but is that can i be so bold as to say is that kind of a thing now where if you don't have a woman tactician that it's like some sort of uh sexist thing no no it's new okay. it's, a, it's a new <clears throat> thing women and and youth uh they're focusing on it they're focusing on building that up and um, bringing these really talented athletes to that level and I also think it's important, as I mentioned, if you're on the shore, it's hard to figure out who's winning. And sometimes because of the angle, it looks like a boat's going really slow. And then you get the right angle, it's going really fast. Mm-hmm. To be on board with the skippers mic'd up, um, yeah. that really, I mean, that's a wise thing to bring people in and not make it seem like it's such a, you know, way out there on the water <laughs> and it put, right? puts you on that boat yeah, with the GoPro cameras and everything. Right. No, I, when you're standing out along the waterfront, you don't have what we had to hear and see. Um, you you really don't know where the finish line is. You don't know where who's really ahead. And even the camera, the from the, from the helicopter or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll show you better than what you can see directly mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, but what's really interesting is that those goal lines, the, that technology was developed by Stan Honey, who's a local local guy that went to, I think it was first maybe used in football, maybe in sailing. I don't know where it was first used, but that, if you go to YouTube and watch GP races there, you will see it being used. It's really fascinating to, to be able to see the grid of the, of the mm-hmm. field. So, yeah, because we were looking at ones from Cadiz and some of the other races, too, before. So is the season over, and when does it start up again, and where? June. June? Yeah. June. So what, do they get two weeks off? Approximately. <laughs> um, about, actually, you know, six, because it's late June. Oh, okay. Five weeks. Um, was it, is it June in, uh, uh, is it Chicago or L.A.? It's Somewhere in America. In America. I believe so. Um, before we let you go, um, I was only able to attend Sunday for the three races, but for you, of course, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There was like a, I think, a little fat as well. Yeah. What uh, can you tell us any other highlights of the weekend for you? Well, Saturday, if you watch Saturday races, um, a second race, Phil Robertson um, from Canada, uh, or skipper for Canada, mm-hmm. he he, there's one of the races that he gets pretty cheeky. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm going to go take a look myself. Uh-huh. What did he, did he use some salty language? No, 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 no. In his maneuvering of the boat. How yeah. is he cheeky? Did he moon the people as he went? Oh down? no, just um, just aggressive moves. He's a very he's known for. Did did he get under the skin and ire of other? Possibly, and that's a, and that's also a strategy, mm-hmm. right? Get you off your game with you anger and game. revenge. Get you mad. Yeah. Um, but there's you know there's penalties for for things like that and you you can hear i I have to go watch it all over again just to take it all in Mm -hmm. because i'm so absorbed in the moment that um i have to go back and really take it in to be able to say okay that was awesome um we did have a uh a party over at south beach yacht club for the canada team Mm -hmm. and um, it was really great to meet all the canadians that were there 
and uh, to get to know uh, Phil a little better. He spoke to the crowd. Um, it was really a well a well program um, by CLGP to match the nine teams with nine yacht clubs that had youth sailing programs. Mm-hmm. That's what their outreach was about. And um, so the base tours had a lot of kids. That's great. Well, I've been privileged to do uh, attend a lot of sporting events. It was my first time uh, doing Sail GP, and it's because of uh, you guys at Sail Sport Talk. So uh, thanks for uh, letting me uh, sit in with you on Sunday. Absolutely. It was fun. Patty Mangan, everyone. SailSportTalk.com. Check out more. We'll come on back on Byline. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. 
ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917 Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. You know, a lot of times people will have an interesting take, or as I would call it, an opinion on sports, and it'll sound a little bit crazy, but then again, some people are like, actually, that might be a good idea. And uh, Mike Greenberg of ESPN, who said that the reason that the Knicks were losing was because the weather is too hot in Miami. I don't know about that. But he says that the Lakers should rest all their starters in game five because the Warriors are going to win. Now, maybe that would be (laughs) a good idea. I think you're playing with fire. If you have a chance, you have a team on its heels to assume that you're going to lose is the absolute worst message you could send to your team. Because what you want to do is, especially if you're going to be moving on, you want to say, look at us, we're closing it out in San Francisco. You get three shots, the Lakers get three shots to close this out. You're going to throw one away? That's ridiculous. It really is. So I know where he's coming from because he just says, look, the Warriors are winning game five no matter what. I don't believe that. I don't. But like I said, you get three shots to close it out and you're going to give one away. You know, you're going to, you're going to go into battle. You can have three aircraft carriers or two. What do you want? It just doesn't make any sense to me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got two more hours. Come on back.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. So what's plan B if President Biden and congressional Republicans can't agree on a debt ceiling and budget cut deal? Well, there is no plan B. Our plan is for Congress to act. Deputy Director of the National Economic Council, Bharat Ramamurti on CNN. The president and the top four congressional leaders meet today as the clock continues to tick to the time when the federal government runs out of money. President Biden will be the very first U.S. president to visit the South Pacific Island nation of Papua New Guinea. He'll make a stop after the G7 summit in Japan later this month. New details about the man who killed eight people and wounded many others at a suburban Dallas mall over the weekend. Correspondent Priscilla Thompson in Allen, Texas says the shooter was a prolific poster to a Russian social media site. In addition to the hundreds of posts and angry rants about Jewish people, women, uh, racial minorities, he also posted photos showing he spent uh, thousands of dollars on guns and ammunition. And we know that for about a year at least, he had been posting photos of the mall, maps of this mall, looking at when the busiest times were. Senate Democrats want Republican mega-donor Harlan Crow to turn over a list of every gift he's ever given Clarence Thomas or any other Supreme Court justice. Crow has denied he tried to influence Thomas, following reports that he paid for luxury vacations for Thomas and his wife over the years. Should birth control pills be available without a prescription? The Food and Drug Administration has tasked a panel of outside experts to consider it. An Irish drug maker is asking for permission to sell its contraceptive over-the-counter in the USA. A government task force says women should start checking for breast cancer by age 40. The old recommendation was 50. The U.S. Preventative Task Force says it's because of higher rates of breast cancer among women in their 40s. This is USA News. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text STAPLE to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text STAPLE to 321-321. That's STAPLE to 321-321. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee wants state lawmakers back in Nashville in late August. He's calling a special session to try again to pass stronger gun laws in the wake of the mass shooting at a church school in Nashville. Lee has signed an executive order to strengthen background checks. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says lawmakers there need to focus on mental health in light of the latest mass shooting in the state. But State Senator Royce West says it's more than that. It's not all because of mental health. It's because some people are just evil. West is backing a House bill that's moved out of a state house committee that would raise the age to buy assault weapons in Texas from 18 to 21. We are smart enough. If we can solve budget problems in this state working together, we should be able to strike a balance with the Second Amendment issue. Two Texas Republicans joined Democrats to move that bill out of committee yesterday. As name, image, and likeness deals flourish and athletes easily transfer from one college to another, the NCAA's power over college athletics has diminished, 
But there's one issue where it stands firm. No gambling by student-athletes on any sport anywhere, even where it's legal, like Iowa. Now dozens of current and former athletes at the state's two biggest schools, Iowa and Iowa State, are involved in a sports betting investigation. Iowa says current athletes under investigation have been suspended from their teams. This word comes days after Alabama fired its baseball coach over an alleged bet on his team's game against LSU last month. Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Yeah, we've seen some uh, more movement uh, (laughs) in the world of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable as far as the sexuality in sports. What do I mean by that? Well, the Madrid Open tennis tournament is now the center of a sexism row because the ball girls were in outfits that were called feminizing. They had tank tops on that showed their stomachs and skirts. And then when Coco Goff was not given the chance to speak, they said, uh, she said, I wanted to say hello to her son, Leo. And she said it was a disgrace that they wouldn't let a woman speak. They put the ball girls back into uh, shirts that covered their shoulders. But on Friday, they were supposed to bring out a birthday cake for Carlos Alcaraz and uh, Sabalenka. And uh, Sabalenka didn't get one. So they said that was sexism. But it was about 20 years ago at the Madrid Open that they used models as ball girls. I remember at the time, Andre Agassi said, I can't concentrate. 
<laughs> because there are models there. The thing that I have a problem with here in this whole thing is what's wrong with apparently anyone wanting to be feminine? Now, if you say these make them, you're exploiting them or whatever, but the word feminizing, isn't that okay? Or is it, I, I don't know. I think you should ask the uh, young women who have to wear the, to me, they're not appalling at all. It just looks like they're trying to take advantage of the fact that they're fit women and they're showing some skin. I think that's what it is. But the term feminizing, uh, I didn't think that was a pejorative. But then again, the hell do I know? I know that we have another hour to go. And I know that Deborah Twiss is standing by, the lovely and talented filmmaker. And we'll get her to her next. Come on back. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of double stack JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT... I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately,
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome the lovely and talented filmmaker. It is Deborah Twiss, and uh, I call her filmmaker because she does it all, and she certainly does it in her new movie, Sapiosexual, available from Breaking Glass Pictures, coming up on the 16th, VOD and uh, digital release, because she wrote it, she directed it, she produced it, she starred in it, she hogged all the good parts. Deborah, what's it like when you have all the responsibility? It's intense. It's really intense, but it was absolutely worth it. Um, I was going for, through a very difficult time um, on a film that had failed, and uh, Rich Wolf from Breaking Glass called me up, and he was like, Deb, you want to make a movie? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think that's exactly the medicine I need. So, you know, I took this on and the complete immersion I had to have in it pretty much saved my life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that is, that, then this is the most important film of your career. Actually, yes, it was very much so. Now, <clears throat> what's it like too when you, you come into Hollywood and you're, uh, you know, a successful actress and then you're like, I want to be in charge. Do people say, hold your horses there? Or was it a more of an easy transition for you? Well, I've been doing my own independent films since 96. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, um, I always say this, that, you know, I make films because I have to. And, you know, I'll, have, I'll write a script and, you know, there's only one way to get it done. That's for me to make it. And then it's always a vacation when I get to just go and act in other people's projects. So um, this is kind of like... Um, just another piece of my evolution. I mean, I've directed before and Breaking Glass has put out other projects I have. And um, so it wasn't, I mean, it's always just been who I am to do a little bit of everything. And, you know, I love taking more of the European approach of filmmaking and acting where, you know, you just do whatever is necessary in the moment. And it's, it's very healthy as a creative to know that there's always something you know, a different angle that you could approach something from so that you could feel the, the, the bliss of creation. No, that's great. Do you ever have people telling you, I don't know if it's at a comic con or maybe on the street that in kick ass, when you're, you're down to your bra that you change their lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I've had many people do that. And it's really funny too, because, um, 
they um they kind of like um um what's the right word they didn't want me to seem very sexy so they kind of made me ner- get nerded down but ultimately in my heart I'm a complete nerd so it was very comfortable doing that and so when I saw it I thought for sure like there's no way anybody's going to find this very enticing but it's quite uh, remarkable how many people actually really love that role and I, I had a trading card from that I thought that was really cool <laughs> <laughs> did you have an action figure no, I wish I did, but I mean, what would it do? Take its shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know you've worked with Eric Roberts, and I've had him on this show many times. And the thing, uh, the, the my my Eric Roberts story is one time he was on as a spokesman for a uh, what would you call it? A let's just say a Viagra type of medicine. Uh. And he he stressed three times, <laughs> I don't need it myself. And I'm like, you don't, do you, you really, he said it like three times, but that guy is a character and he has, oh. he has done so many different movies and of course his daughter and his sister, we know about the genes, but what was it like to work with Eric? He's amazing. I just adore him and he's just such a, he loves being on set so much. That's why he does everything. He just loves, you know, being part of the creative process and, you know, because of how many things he's done, he will naturally come onto a set and say, you know what, I think it would be a little bit better if you just try to put the camera here, or, you know, why don't we try this? And he's always coming up with great ideas. He's, he's wonderful, wonderful guy. All right, let's talk about sapiosexual, because from what I understand, it's kind of a darker perspective of Me Too. It's also a look at narcissism. It's got a lot of different things that are very unique. What's going on here? So basically it's the story about this aging narcissist who um, has like a dinner party weekend and he invites two of his victims as he's doing an uncoupling ceremony kind of with his current girlfriend. The guy's married um, and he doesn't realize that the entire thing is being flipped upon him and these people are about to get their ultimate revenge. Now, you wrote this. Um, was this something that had been bouncing around in your head for a long time, or were you just like, oh, my gosh, and you ran and you had to write it down immediately? It just came to you. Yeah, actually, um, my best friend from college wrote this short story erotica thing because she's um, she really wanted to start getting into writing again. She wrote a lot when we were in college, and she sent it to me. It was about just three people you know, having this sexual escapade. And um, she said, you know, if you ever wanted to make it into a movie, a short film, you could. And I said, well, it would be a good short, but, you know, there's a whole lot we could add to this to make it into a full feature. Because I could totally see, like, the fact that the older guy is a complete narcissist, and that's why he tries to control everybody and, you know, has such a high opinion of himself. And so it was already in the works. And I had already kind of laid out the, the main script. And then when Rich called me, it was easy to just go in and polish it and and start moving forward. Now, I've encountered you... many narcissists in my life, like crazy, crazy narcissists. So I feel kind of educated in this. And I always have this fantasy after I've broken off a um, friendship, relationship, whatever with these people, of finding some way of having revenge so that they get kind of the mirror put up to them so they can see who they really are 
And, you know, in real life, you can't do that. So the beauty of making a film or, or writing a book or something like that is that you actually get to explore a possibility that you might not necessarily do in life. It's interesting. Just one more question for you. I hope you don't mind me asking it since you brought up uh, this movie and the Me Too movement. Did you experience... Um, you know, that type of thing, like, hey, honey, uh, wear this skirt, like any of that crap? Oh, of course. And, you know, in the 90s, it's the funniest part of all of this is that I've always been very um, outspoken. I, everything I've ever done, like, my, my whole life is about having no regrets. So if there was a situation where a guy was like, okay, well, I'll give you a million dollars, but, you know, hey, why don't you come up and... Uh, you know, sit on my bed with me and watch my new plasma screen. Be like, buddy, you know, what? I thought you were, like, interested in my movie. What's mm -hmm. this all about? Mm -hmm. No. That's... Oh, sorry if I curse. <laughs> but, um, we just lost our uh, Tulsa affiliate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, a very interesting moment when the Me Too movement was brought to mainstream consciousness that, that's what everyone was actually doing. Like, I always just put my foot down and said no and told people, like, and I thought, wow, if I had said yes, I could have been really successful. But I have no regrets. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> well, you're still very successful. I want to remind everybody that from Breaking Glass Pictures coming out, video on demand on the 16th, it's called Sapiosexual, which has been written, directed, produced, and starring our guest, Deborah Twist. Deborah, thanks for coming on and congratulations on your new film. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will take a quick break and uh, we have open lines the rest of the hour. Don't be shy. Call us up at 1 800 878 7529. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800 That's 800-617-5145. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. 
Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. All right, that's uh, that's a little bit uh, aggro. Lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. Go out to Oakland with Chris. How you doing, Chris? Yeah, Rick, I'm not smacking your mama's uh, face, man. I think, Thank yeah, you. you you're, you're super, uh, you know, like a superhero, so you probably beat me down and put me in the ground. But um, anyway, uh, just... You know, today is, uh, you know, 78 years ago today, right? The uh, Germans surrendered to the Russians, um, you know, and it was, I think, uh, General Keitel surrendered to Stalin because uh, they'd done May 7th uh, in the Allies, and, you know, Giotto did to the uh, Allies in the West Co- or France, but then, uh, you know, Stalin wanted his own surrender. So we say May 8th is VE Day, but I think, you know, technically nothing happened on May 8th. I don't know. What's your, your thoughts on that? Um, I really thought that uh, General Keitel was a great guy. I don't know. I don't have any thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm just throwing that guy. You're a history guy, and I love just throwing stuff sure. at you. But, all right, so A's Yankees, and I hope our buddy Charlie was at the game last night. Um, Estre Ruiz, he's the only really bright spot on the A's. I just, you know, again, we're Well, just, Brent you know, Rooker, we get... I guess. Okay, Rooker, right. And you and I talked before the season started, Rooker, mm. we never heard of him, but yeah. those two guys. And it's just, you know, today you hear that Vegas is, you know, they're giving them land, you know, what bunch of acres for a dollar. Um, I, and I guess they're trying to rec- re- re- I'm sorry, replicate, sorry, replicate the same deal they're trying to do in Oakland where they were going to keep the Coliseum, 
to build, you know, whatever, and then to build a stadium on a separate site. So that looks like what they're trying to do. Um, and it's, you know, it's just frustrating. I, I like the mayor's trying to do some, our, our well, mayor's uh, trying to do Can something. you, I didn't hear about this Vegas thing today. Can you tell us a little bit more about what this is about? Right. So allegedly, you know, by the Rio, and I know you're big, you know, gambling guy. That's way off, that's Rio, way off the strip, by the way, the Rio. True. However, but that, that's where they're going to buy some land. They had, I guess the Rio property is going to give them a bunch of, a bench of land for a dollar. And, you know, that's not where the stadium's going to go, but that's where they can, can develop, you know, other stuff to, you know, just try to screw everybody over. And then um, they're going to, you know, the, whatever the site they're supposed to buy, you know, is a different location, and they're going to build a stadium there but also have land. So, you know, the A's whole thing was like, hey, we want to build Howard Terminal, but we need the Coliseum so we can finance it, which is, you know, asinine, and nobody, nobody does that. And I like there was a, a, a guy, you know, you saw, I don't know, Know this gentleman, but there was a guy on the uh, Yank, you know, A's Yankees game last night mm-hmm. had a sell, you know, sell Fisher or right. Fisher sell, you know, sign, you know, shirt and stuff like that. So I was watching that, but and obviously the, the big thing last night was obviously the Warriors game, and just you know what a ah oh, god, just you know, no one's helping Steph out. Um, I think we could still pull it out, you know, obviously down three one um, games, you know, in Chase Center on Wednesday, which is not a great home of, uh, home field as you know other places, but. Still, it's home home turf, and the and the Warriors seem to win. Um, just you know, Jordan Poole, man, where he's just disappeared in the series, and it's really frustrating. Um, Looney had a bad game, you know. Um, I don't know, man. It's just Jamichael Green was nowhere, you know. I mean, we're talking Jamichael Green, but this kid Walker for the Lakers. I mean, the Warriors would have won that game last night, but this guy Walker hit all his shots, and it was just really, really, really frustrating. And I just I almost broke my TV, but. Um, Anyway, um, so that was that was frustrating, and then um, uh, look, Oakland schools are out, so it's kind of frustrating. You know, I got my little seven-year-old because they everyone's on strike, and that's just rough. And you know, these kids need to be in school, but um, I don't know. So just it's a kind of hodgepodge uh, Tuesday of things. Oh, I know what I asked about. So I love your I love your sailing show. You know, I, I'm not a sailor, but I got my sailing merit badge, and you talked about i was going to i couldn't i can remember exactly you talked about a, like a one person boat what was what were those boats called it's called a Again. wasp it's w a s z p um and uh oh, wow. it's yeah it's a very interesting thing it's a sail uh it's got two like nets on either side to there's no seat. You either lay completely with your body weight left or right, port or starboard, and then there's a foil, and you basically are up out of the water. It's an interesting-looking little thing. So like I said, I, I got my sailing mare badge, and we had these things called lasers, which were like like one- or two-person boats. Is that – I'm testing your uh, sailing this, knowledge, It's Rick. not, what, it's what, not what, sailing. It's not like a dinghy or anything like that. It's, it's, I mean, obviously it is sailing, but there's no seat. It's, it's sort of like a, cat, a baby catamaran. Oh, that's the wasp is, and not like white angle Sussex and Protestant. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, right. gotcha. Okay, well, Rick, I always appreciate the show, man. And uh, you know, A's have another game. I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm not. It, it's it's funny when your team's so bad, you don't look at the other standings. It doesn't matter, right? You're not looking to see what the Angels are doing with the Mariners because it just doesn't matter. And you know, obviously, a big game tomorrow with the Lakers. Uh, but once they're out, you know, if we don't win, then yeah. Sports gonna be pretty desolate till Cal football starts. Oh, and I know it's got to. Cal so Joe Cap, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Joe Cap passed away. A horrible. You know, he. Um, there was an old trivia question. There was, you know, what school has three quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl? What schools three quarterbacks have lost the Super Bowl? And up until Aaron Rodgers won for Cal, Cal was the team that had three quarterbacks lost the Super Bowl, right? Because Joe Cap lost the Vikings, 
and um, uh, Joe Mor- uh, Morton. Not Joe Morton was Craig Morton. Morton lost. I'm sorry. Craig Morton. Craig, right, Craig Morton lost the Broncos, and of course Vince Ferragamo, who, who graduated from Nebraska but played at Cal, lost for the, the the Rams. And then the 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 right answer was you know Alabama because Stabler and uh, Joe Namath and um, Bart Starr had won for them. But once once um, what you call it. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers went for Cal. Cal was there, but you know, Joe Cap was the quarterback. You know, not quarterback. I'm sorry, the coach with for the play. You know, and you yeah. know, with Cal Sports, that was like their, a whole well, lot their of highlights. Maybe their years. third victory of the year. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about the play before, but I mean, that's in Cal. You know, football lore. You know, one of the greatest plays in in college football history. And of course, if today it would be uh, you know nullified because you know that one guy foot knee was on the ground but uh as a cal fan we're not saying that and uh go bears all right hey thanks for the call i appreciate it <clears throat> you know chris mentions uh joe cap um i when i was uh coaching football at uh, my alma mater i should put this in a tweet um he once came to awards dinner um at uh salesian uh, in Richmond, and basically he was pretty drunk, and um, but he basically put on a stand-up routine, which which I'm sure he had done many times before. Um, and <laughs> of course, as uh, Chris was mentioning there, he was the guy. I remember when <clears throat> he came in, and it was Cal's 100th year of football, and they had a new logo, which was the bear paw, and it said Cal sign and it had a little 100 in it. He said, I refuse to call these players kids. He said, these are young men. And that's how he, I remember um, my dad was impressed with that. He goes, he's calling them young men. Uh, I'll tell you, the Sports Illustrated called him the toughest Chicano born in um, Santa Fe, New Mexico. But he's also a guy who, when they had the reunion at the CFL, what was that, like 10 years ago, and some guy in a wheelchair was talking smack on Joe Cap, basically calling him an SOB, and Joe Cap's on this stage. He's going, ha, ha, ha. And then the guy takes the cane and tries to hit Joe Cap, and Joe Cap punches him, and the guy flies off the stage. <laughs> and people were like, what a jackass. But Joe Cap was also the guy when people said, when I was growing up, that number 11 was a bad luck number for a quarterback, and then Phil Sims kind of changed that when he won the Super Bowl. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he born in New Mexico, but he grew up in Salinas and that's Steinbeck country. Went to Cal, was not a good coach um, at Cal, but played in the CFL. And of course, uh, people think Fran Tarkenton lost four Super Bowls for the Vikings. He lost three. Joe Cap was the, uh, the first one. <clears throat> but he did like this stand-up routine where he was talking about playing against the Rams and he goes, they had one guy named Merlin and he wore flowery shirts and they had another guy named Rosie and Rosie was such a nice guy. Anyway, he was just, we were cracking up and he had, uh, he had had a couple pops and he had another one in his hand. But I remember when, um, the head coach, Jerry Hardaway, who, uh, was a coach at Cal, played at Cal. He knew Joe. That's why he told Joe to stop by our awards dinner. And uh, he's drinking. And my coach, who would later, or the head coach, Jerry, who would later go on to work for the Arizona Cardinals, 
after punching one of our players and getting some bad press. Yeah, you can't really punch a high school senior anymore or junior. And um, anyway, he said, uh, hey, this is Coach Rick. And he goes, how you doing, Coach Nick? <laughs> like, fine, Coach. But um, at one point, I was like, is he going to stop? Because he kept telling stories. And these stories were gold. But it was also like my butt was getting tired in this folding chair. But that's my sort of my Joe Cap memory was the the comedy routine that, and and these stories were so on the nose and they were so I mean he had he had done these stories many many times before, there was no doubt. Um, I remember Joe Cap coming to Sleazy when I was there to um, recruit my friend who's no longer with us, Ray Giacomelli. He was a year younger than me and he ended up going to Washington, which was the national champs that time. Don uh, Don James came, but I remember Joe Cap showed up with a Cal jersey with his name on it. They also had these really cool back then, these navy blue Adidas with the yellow stripes. And let's face it, they're the Cal Yellow Bears. They don't wear gold. That's Notre Dame. But we can't say yellow. It's like the green and gold. It's the green and yellow in Oakland. Anyway, RIP Joe Cap. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Pilot. Staples has everything to help small businesses do big things. Shipping supplies and services so you can fill big orders. The latest tech so you can create the next big thing. And now during Staples Small Business Deal Days, when rewards members spend $100 or more, they get $30 back in rewards to use on big things, little things, or anything they need. Plus, find new deals in-store every week on tech, office chairs, and shipping supplies. Because for small businesses, Staples knows savings are a big thing. Rewards offer ends 513, limit one, redeemable in-store only. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. 
The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. More platitudes coming in about Joe Cap as well. Once uh, spoke to 15,000 Mexican farm workers. I mean, he went out of his way to be an activist. Remember the early... Vikings credo back with the purple people leaders. They used to call it 40 for 60 because back then the rosters were 40 men and they say we're going to have 40 guys playing for 60 minutes. Ed White tweeted, I say goodbye to my old friend Joe Cap. He was my first pro QB and what a leader. I was so lucky to have been once again apart. Why is this? This is like a disease now. You weren't apart. You were a part God, that kills me. Anyway, I was so lucky to have been a part of his life. 1969 was the Super Bowl season. I started the first four games while Jim Valone was recovering from appendicitis rupture. It's a great way to close that out. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, 85 years old, and uh, he had uh, a 15-year battle uh, with dementia <clears throat> and – I think what's interesting, too, when he was drafted, he was drafted by the then Redskins. What round was he drafted in? The 18th round. And so that's why he went to the CFL, and he went to BC and won the Great Cup with the BC Lions. And uh, Bud Grant said, uh, come on in over here to uh, to Minnesota, eh? All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the Great Lakes. We have Robert in Michigan. How you doing, Robert? Fine, Rick. How are you doing? Pretty good. What's up, buddy? Yes, yes. Well, uh, I just wanted to chat a bit, and uh, I listened yesterday when you did your tribute to uh, Vita Blue. Mm -hmm. uh, that was amazing uh, time in my life as a young guy when I grew up with Denny McLean. Then yeah. he won fifty-five games. Well, he won what two years. thirty? What he won thirty-three in one year. He won 
31, and then he came back the next year and won 24. 31, that's And he was a yeah. double. Yeah. And he won two Cy Youngs right there. He got both of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then Vita Blue, you could say. Kind of, then he was, was that year, those years, and then came Vita Blue as, uh, as the dominating pitcher, pitcher. Yes. In my opinion, for the American League. Sure. You could maybe throw in some Baltimore guys, uh, Cuellar or mm-hmm. Jim Palmer. Sure. But uh, Vita Blue was... One at one, one in uh, his own right, you know, and that, that was nice. You did the tribute. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. That's very yes. Sad. Yes. And then um, uh, I was thinking about um, uh, the the Warriors, and uh, you know, there's a battle going on between Tegra, Michigan, because the coach for the uh, Lakers, uh, Darvin Ham, is from Saginaw. Mm. And then, of course, Draymond Green is from Saginaw. So. Wow! <laughs> so right now, I guess the uh, the coach is winning right now the Saginaw battle. So uh, it's a little bit of a local interest here. I did not know Ham was from there as well. Interesting. Oh yes, definitely. He uh, grew up and started coaching there and things like that. So uh, Michigan's a real hotbed for basketball. Everyone grows up playing basketball in Michigan, and then you have all the uh, Michigan State and the U of M and the U of D, and it just kind of percolates. And you got Indiana's close by, so I swear by Midwest basketball. But um, I'm a bit worried, though. I'm a bit worried for your Warriors because you know what? If you think about, I'm going back because I'm an old guy, but bad boys. Yeah. What did them in? was a preseason fight between uh, Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer. Mm. And uh, Isaiah Thomas broke his hand on Bill Lambeer's head. And that year, <laughs> and that year, everything just, that was the end of their dynasty. And, and I have a funny feeling, even if you look at Jordan Poole's game right now, many of the callers have called in, and, and you've noticed he hasn't been scoring. He looks kind of lost out there. I don't know what the chemistry is. They're professional athletes, of course. So, but it's just maybe history, kind of a historical repeating itself. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. It's something to think about. No, it's an interesting. It's a very interesting point, and um, I'm <clears throat> I'm not going to say that's when the season was lost, but there is definitely an undercurrent that's hard to get rid of, and it makes us as fans, like you just did think about some of those ancillary things like you just said yeah i, I, I when it first happened i was oh i said oh that that that's doesn't that's not going to work out very good oh and then now uh, we'll see but we'll see mm-hmm. but hey our tigers are up to 500 almost one game behind 500 so that's nice i'm out running and i got my tiger cap on so i can uh in the beginning of the year i wasn't so keen on wearing it but now it's uh it looks like we're doing okay that's kind of our ceiling maybe is the 500 mark this year well that's better than my team <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah but uh, you know baseball i like baseball so we're just hoping for the home team to get going a bit and uh, uh red wings didn't get the top pick yesterday they they're the number nine in hockey so we're hoping maybe there's something better would have happened 
in that regard. But um, yeah, I know my we'll sharks came in. Sharks. My sharks came in at fourth. Um, you know, and I'll talk about some of the the prospects that can happen there. But I was really hoping for Bedard or Fantilli, and those would have been the top two. You know? Yeah, that guy from Alberta. Is, is, they say he's the next big name. Next Connor David. Hope so. Yeah. But uh, Chicago is, you know, they need. Uh, it's a good marketing tool for Chicago. Because when you get that stadium rocking down there, the Chicago Stadium for hockey, that's. Did you know that they uh, sold two and a half? Do you know they sold two and a half million dollars in season tickets after they won the lottery? I can believe it because it's a real hockey town, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they're just dying for um, some relevance, and maybe mm-hmm. this could change it a bit. Right. They got a, a, a real unique history and, and kind of a glorified history, and. Uh, but it's been some dry spells in between, of course. But uh, maybe this changes. It could happen. I mean, listen, that that guy, if he is the next Connor David, and he's still very young, but, I mean, that's the kind of thing that can completely transform your franchise. Look what McDavid has done for the uh, for the Oilers there. Yeah, I've been watching some of these hockey playoffs. I'm really surprised, like Florida Panthers, how they've kind of evolved. Oh, they won't die. They They cannot lose. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane yeah. how they cannot lose. Yeah, it's, it's, playoff hockey is, is quite interesting in, in how it's different from the regular season, it seems, and, and, and how mm-hmm. teams kind of really gel and, and succeed and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I got another um, uh, Bill Cap. Uh, he would hand off to Clinton Jones, a Michigan State Spartan, and he would throw the ball to Gene Washington, a Michigan State Spartan. Wow. I always thought Gene Washington went to uh, Stanford. Your Gene Washington out there, but... Oh, the other Gene... Gene you're there. right. There's two Gene Washingtons. Right. Yeah. You got so me. There you go. Good knowledge. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, Robert, I appreciate the call, buddy. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. You too. And, um, yeah, you look at the Sharkies, man. Connor Bedard, um, speaking of Connor, but the Blackhawks were wondering how they were going to replace Jonathan Taves. Remember when Jonathan Taves came up, he was a captain when he was 19. It, it's crazy. It, it, it really is. But <clears throat> he wears 98. That jersey is going to sell like hotcakes. As I said, $2.5 in season ticket sales already. Adam Fantilli was the guy I was talking about yesterday, the Hobie Baker winner, the uh, the amazing player in college, um, and he'll go to the Ducks. Then the Sharks will wonder what Columbus is going to do. This is when the intrigue starts, and Yarmo Kekalainen now is the GM for the Blue Jackets. And Will Smith is a guy who has an incredible bag of tricks for Team USA as a kid. He's still 17. Will Smith could go three. Um, there's also Matvey Michkov. Talked about him yesterday. He plays for Scott St. Petersburg. And he want, Mike Greer wants you know to turn this team around best, but the Sharks would probably have to wait three years for him. So maybe, I mean, this is a guy who could end up being the best player. The guy scored 70 goals. And then you get Leo Carlson. I'm going to talk about him yesterday, Carlson with a C, from Orebro in uh, Sweden. And um, he's a two-way winger. 
They could also go for the Swiss player David Reinbacher, who plays for Colton, who's supposed to be the best blue liner in the draft. Zach Benson is a left winger um, out of Winnipeg. <clears throat> That's where the Flyers are sitting. Then the Caps, believe it or not, picking eighth. They're not used to picking in the top ten. Dalibor Dvorsky, a center from IAK Sweden. The Wings come in at nine. Ryan Leonard, another one of those under-18 USA kids. He scored the golden goal at the championships, you might remember. Oliver Moore was on that team. He's a center. Um, the Blues picked 10th. I saw one mock with him there. There's another Swede named Axel Sandin Palika. It's a great name right there, Axel Sandin Palika. Just call him ASP. Gabe Parole, another youngster from Team USA. He's a winger. And then you get back to the college ranks. Matthew Wood, who's a right winger from UConn. Um, Nate Danielson, who's a center from Brandon. Braden Yeager from Moose Jaw. you got to love that. But those are your top 15 prospects right now. But the top five players, no matter what, one, two is going to be Bedard and Fantilli. Fantilli lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. But then three, four, five is going to be Will Smith, Matvey Michkov, and Leo Carlson. Something in the in the middle there. So, um, listen, is it worth the wait for the Sharks to take Matvey Michkov? I say absolutely because the Sharks are not going to win next year. And if it does take three years to get him and he's supposed to be a guy who's going to score you 70 goals a year, <laughs> I think that's a bit much. But here's the thing about Will Smith. Will Smith will play next year at Boston College as a freshman. You're not going to get him either. Leo Carlson would be the only guy that maybe they could bring over right away. They did that with Ekman last year. It didn't really work out. Remember, he made the team and then he kind of went disappeared, went back to the Barracuda and came up back late again. So there's no magic bullet outside of Bedard and Fantilli, and that's why I was very upset that the Sharks couldn't get one of those two guys. It really sucks because, I mean, the Ducks, this is, uh, I hate the Ducks. And by the way, if the frickin' Florida Panthers won the Stanley Cup, that would be yet another dumb team that has won while my Sharkies have not won yet. It makes me mad. Don't call them dumb, Rick. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So 
call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Lordy Pearl, how about that? Uh, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk with J.D. Sharp in about 15 minutes, and then Drew Millard uh, will join us. He has a book called How Golf Can Save Your Life. He's a very quirky guy. Just trust me on that. Very quirky. We'll see if he's a quirky interview. Um... We had, uh, what's her face, <laughs> Deborah Twist. She said her movie saved her life, sapiosexual. So a lot of good I'm doing today, right? Um, the owner of the Houston Texans, Cal McNair, has come out today to say that he and his wife did not insist on drafting C.J. Stroud 
He said, Hannah and I don't make picks. We'll make it clear there. We have a great group of scouts led by general manager Nick Casario and director of college scouting James Leapfurt, and they did a lot of work on the draft board, and then they followed that on draft day, and they moved up when they saw the value was there and moved back. <laughs> what, what, what if they did? I mean, he just wants nothing to do with it. What if he did say, hey, I want you to draft Stroud. I write your checks. If you don't like it, you're fired. And he was the second-best quarterback in the draft, I think, the best quarterback. But he had to come out and say, my wife and I didn't force him down your throats. All right, well, thanks for telling us, I guess. We got another hour. Get on back. News. I'm Richard Johnson. So what's plan B if President Biden and congressional Republicans can't agree on a debt ceiling and budget cut deal? Well, there is no plan B. Our plan is for Congress to act. Deputy Director of the National Economic Council, Bharat Ramamurti on CNN. The president and the top four congressional leaders meet today as the clock continues to tick to the time when the federal government runs out of money. President Biden will be the very first U.S. president to visit the South Pacific Island nation of Papua New Guinea. He'll make a stop after the G7 summit in Japan later this month. New details about the man who killed eight people and wounded many others at a suburban Dallas mall over the weekend. Correspondent Priscilla Thompson in Allen, Texas, says the shooter was a prolific poster to a Russian social media site. In addition to the hundreds of posts and angry rants about Jewish people, women, uh, racial minorities, he also posted photos showing he spent uh, thousands of dollars on guns and ammunition. And we know that for about a year at least, he had been posting photos of the mall, maps of this mall, looking at when the busiest times were. Senate Democrats want Republican mega-donor Harlan Crow to turn over a list of every gift he's ever given Clarence Thomas or any other Supreme Court justice. Crow has denied he tried to influence Thomas, following reports that he paid for luxury vacations for Thomas and his wife over the years. Should birth control pills be available without a prescription? The Food and Drug Administration has tasked a panel of outside experts to consider it. An Irish drug maker is asking for permission to sell its contraceptive over-the-counter in the USA. A government task force says women should start checking for breast cancer by age 40. The old recommendation was 50. The U.S. Preventative Task Force says it's because of higher rates of breast cancer among women in their 40s. This is USA News. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? 
Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text STAPLE to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text STAPLE to 321-321. That's STAPLE to 321-321. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee wants state lawmakers back in Nashville in late August. He's calling a special session to try again to pass stronger gun laws in the wake of the mass shooting at a church school in Nashville. Lee has signed an executive order to strengthen background checks. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says lawmakers there need to focus on mental health in light of the latest mass shooting in the state. But State Senator Royce West says it's more than that. It's not all because of mental health. It's because some people are just evil. West is backing a House bill that's moved out of a state house committee that would raise the age to buy assault weapons in Texas from 18 to 21. We are smart enough. If we can solve budget problems in this state working together, we should be able to strike a balance with the Second Amendment issue. Two Texas Republicans joined Democrats to move that bill out of committee yesterday. As name, image, and likeness deals flourish and athletes easily transfer from one college to another, the NCAA's power over college athletics has diminished. But there's one issue where it stands firm. No gambling by student-athletes on any sport anywhere, even where it's legal, like Iowa. Now dozens of current and former athletes at the state's two biggest schools, Iowa and Iowa State, are involved in a sports betting investigation. Iowa says current athletes under investigation have been suspended from their teams. This word comes days after Alabama fired its baseball coach over an alleged bet on his team's game against LSU last month. Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch.
Hey, thank you for that. We still have another hour to go. We're going to check in with J.D. Sharp. Talk a little football. And then we have Drew Millard. I've never interviewed this guy, but he looks quirky. What do you mean, Rick? I don't know. I'm just hoping for a quirky interview. Shake it up, baby. Shake it up. Uh, Two USC students were arrested over the weekend in Kansas City. Uh, Apparently, they stole three jerseys from the NFL draft. And um, Eric Lampkins and Jude O'Connor. Now, Jude O'Connor is 19. Eric Lampkins is 41. (laughs) He goes to USC. But they stole over $1,000 in merchandise, a blue Cowboys jersey, a red Niners jersey, and a Minnesota Vikings jersey, all three with the number one on it to signify being a first-round selection. Two of the three jerseys, Cowboys and 49ers, were found in their luggage at the airport. Both were charged with second-degree burglary, first-degree trespassing, and stealing of $750 or more. Are they really worth that much? That's crazy. Remember when Eli Manning's jersey was stolen? And remember when Tom Brady's jersey was stolen after the Super Bowl? But anyway, um, they're both students at Annenberg. Annenberg is a very good broadcasting school. It's not as good as Cronkite at Arizona State, but it's pretty good. And uh, Lamkins obviously is a graduate student at 41, but he is a managing editor uh, at Annenberg. And a founding member of the student-led podcast, The Talk of Troy. He's also an Army veteran. The other guy is a freshman. But police say the burglary happened in the Nike room. And uh, they said a black male and a white male left the Weston Hotel. And then they were followed. Listen, you idiots out there. Everything is on camera now. What's on camera? Everything. What do you mean by everything? Uh, What I mean by everything is everything. It's amazing to me that people still think they can get away with any crime. You can't even steal a gumball. Believe me, I tried. Come on back. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every mom with your coupon or Macy's card. Like dresses, shoes, and more she'll love, 25 to 40% off. Or shop specials like 55 to 65% off robes, towels, and more bath accessories. And fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, Estee Lauder, and more. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. 
You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Hey airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. It's uh, 12 after our third hour. That's when we check in with one of our friends, the uh, analysts and prognosticators at ProWagering and ProWagering.com, revolutionizing the way that you bet on sports. And we have the man J.D. Sharp with us. And uh, I know you want to talk a little NFL, J.D. We have the schedules come out now. And when you think about futures and you look at the schedule and where people are going and what's going on, uh, how does that kind of change your perspective once we actually know who's going where? Yeah, I mean, that, that helps tremendously because a lot of teams have, have changed drastically due to free agency and due to the, the, the NFL draft, et cetera. Uh, one of the teams that I think is going to be uh, – I think that this is a very overrated team right now. I think that they're going to have maybe 10 wins, could be even as low as nine. They could miss the playoffs, actually, uh, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Whoa. I think the, I think the Chiefs are going to lose, uh, I think, under 13 or 12.5 is their win total. That, that should go well under – uh, Mahomes really doesn't have any weapons. He's got Kelsey. He's got Pacheco. We're talking a seventh round draft pick. Valdez Scantling, who's fine. He's got, they drafted Rishi Rice. They've got Sky Brown as their number two. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all. They lost Orlando Brown on the offensive line. Yeah, they, I think they replaced him with Donovan Smith, who was fine protecting Brady. But yeah, I think Mahomes is weapon devoid. I'm, I'm looking at Mahomes under touchdowns for sure. Uh, Chiefs under win total and possibly Chiefs not making the playoffs as as potential players for me. I think I think the Chiefs have a down year, Rick. Uh, a down year for them though is you're still saying twelve. What was your twelve wins? You said twelve and a half is the is the what what, what they've got the total at. I think it, I I could see them going ten and seven. 
possibly nine and eight. I don't think they're winning twelve games. I don't think they're. I don't think they're winning eleven games. You're not a big Marquez Valdez, Valdez Scantling or Kadarius uh, Tony uh, or I, Jet McKinnon fan. I mean, McKinnon's fine, but Tony and McKinnon are kind of the same player. The, the defense has gotten so fast. I mean, some of the guys that have come out, like Nolan Smith, for example, for the Eagles, who, who ran a four three, what a four three eight forty at linebacker. I mean, some of these guys are just so fast that really you've got outside linebackers that are safety size, and and you've got defensive ends that are that are running four five. So yeah, I think uh, I I just, I just don't think they're set up this year to to do what they need to do. Now on the other side, I think that the Bengals actually got better. <laughs> they got Orlando Brown from the Chiefs. They drafted extremely well. They added depth with Miles Murphy. They added DJ Turner, who's probably the fastest player in the draft. He's a six foot, two hundred and eighty pound corner <clears throat> from Michigan. Um, they added Charlie Jones, who was a really solid weapon for Purdue. They added Chase Brown, who was a, a running back for Illinois, who did well. So they've got a backup running back now. They've got another weapon, a wide receiver. I, I think they just did so well in the draft with with up the players that they picked up. I'm actually missing one more. I can't think of who it is, but, but yeah, I, I really like what the Bengals have done. And I think that the Bengals are in a position to possibly win the Super Bowl next year. So I, I think the chiefs have a down year and I think the Bengals, if, if Burrow stays healthy and they've done a good job of, of protecting, you know, tr- trying to add protection to him with the O line, especially, but I think if Burrow stays healthy, they're, they're going to win it all. You know, it's interesting too. When I look at Tampa Bay, they didn't draft a quarterback. They haven't signed one. They haven't traded for one. They have Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, and John Wolford. Are they really going into the season with those three guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I, I, yeah, that, that's what they're doing. And I would say that Mayfield is extremely overrated. Um, he's, been over, he's been overrated since he came out of Oklahoma. Who, now, granted, he was, a, he was a walk-on guy, and he was the you know, first pick in the draft. I like Trask. He's got the skill set. They definitely have the wide receivers. So, I mean, they, they do have some talent around him. Fournette needs to just retire. He's done nothing. He's, he's been just nothing but terrible since, in my opinion, his junior year of college when he was an absolute monster. But, yeah, I think that the Buccaneers are probably going to go into the season with those three players. They're going to start Mayfield. He's not going to perform at a high level. I think they'll get to Trask, and Trask will probably finish the year well. That, that would be my guess right now. You know, when you look at um... – the Cardinals at six taking Paris Johnson, and you figure it's you know to protect Kyler Murray. They got a new GM, they got a new coach in Phoenix now, um, and Murray I think is the fourth highest paid player in the NFL. But next year's draft, after getting Houston's pick, it looks like they could go one two, which would mean they could take Caleb Williams and they could take Marvin Harrison Jr. Is this Paris Johnson pick almost a pick to protect Caleb Williams next year? Yeah, I think at this point it probably is. And Caleb Williams, if, if you look at his film, I mean, as a freshman, he was throwing 65-yard bombs. He's, he's got great footwork. When he, when, he, when, he, when he actually, when he his back pedal is more like a glide. I mean, he's just, he's an unbelievable athlete at quarterback. He jumps and throws well. He, he's got velocity. He's, he's really good at, at evading pressure. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think at this point it looks like Caleb Williams will be the top pick next year, and obviously that could, that could change. Then Marvin Harrison Jr., I think no matter what, He's just such a physical marvel, 6'4", 225. He's basically his dad, but he's four inches taller and 20 pounds heavier. But he has that same kind of footwork and athleticism. So, I mean, some of the catches he made and just the, the way he, he can contort his body to make catches, that's Calvin Johnson-esque. So, yeah, I, I think there's a real good chance that it's Williams and Harrison and one and two next year, and Paris Johnson is there just to protect Williams. And, it's, and, if, the, and if the Cardinals are smart, I mean, I, I think Kyler Murray – still has a future in baseball probably, or maybe he wants to change positions and maybe he could be a slot wide receiver. He's got that ability. But I think uh, as far as a quarterback, that that experiment has, has kind of ended and failed. 
Let me ask you about the fourth overall pick, Anthony Richardson, because this is a total boomer bust pick. His ceiling, his talent is through the roof. As good looking a guy as we've seen, 6'4, 230, an amazing arm, but didn't really have a lot of experience at Florida, just sh- uh, uh, shown some flashes. So, do you think that Ursay and his guys there? are patient with him and realize that this is not a diamond, it's still a lump of coal, or do you think they just throw his butt out there and just sort of live with it? Honestly, I don't know. I, that's that's a really that's a really good question because right now he's listed as number two on the depth chart. Uh, and they don't really have I mean with with an arm like that, you're gonna you're gonna want they they should have got a Miko Hardman or something somebody like him. I mean they've got Josh Downs, they've got uh, Pittman Jr. They've got Alec Pierce, who's six three two twenty. They don't really have the wide receivers that that Richardson's going to need to be good at the next level because he but he was he had some big runs in college. But I mean, some of the again the players in the NFL are so much faster than they are in college, and the plays that Richardson could make. And a lot of the times he would he would stop and he would he would run very quickly to the sideline and, and he would throw a ball in, in a and Justin Shorter would break off from his guy because he had seven seconds to throw and he'd catch and he'd run in the end zone. But then there would be times where he would throw into triple coverage, double coverage, I and mean, the guy doesn't make great reads. He, I don't think his awareness is, is, is really uh, exceptional at quarterback. So I think that at the NFL, it's just a whole different animal. So yeah, it, it is a total boomer bust scenario. It, it could work out. I just don't, I'm not sure that I see the personnel around them for it to work out. So I think that if Richardson went to a team that had those type of weapons, uh, then, then maybe it, it it could it could be a much um, much more likely scenario for him to be successful. But I think that he's on the wrong team because they just don't have the weapons to to match his skill set against at at the next level against, in my opinion, superior athletes. One more question for you, and that is: at eight, the Falcons took Bijan Robinson, the the best running back in the in the draft. I know Jameer Gibbs is a a nice player, but Bijan was you know a little bit bigger and more accomplished. Are you in the school of, look, if you want a back and you want the best back, and I know Arthur Smith loves his his running backs, just take them and don't look back. Or are you in the school of thought that running backs don't matter anymore, it's way too high to draft one, you should have traded down. Um, But I'll just say this before I let you answer. For people who say running backs don't matter anymore, I don't know where the Raiders would have been without Josh Jacobs last year. So what do you think about Bijan Robinson 8 to Atlanta? Best pick in the entire draft, in my opinion. Woo! Six foot, 225. I purchased seven of his rookie cards already. I think he's going to be a monster. Uh, in the perfect offense. You know, Ritter, second-year guy, really good athlete, big arm. <clears throat> but, the, I mean, you look at the, the, the Falcons last year. They had, what, Tyler Algier and Cordell, Corderell Patterson, and they actually led the NFL in run blocking. So they've got, I mean, because remember, they spent first round pick after first round pick, Chris Lindstrom, McGarry, uh, Alex Mack, a number of different players are, are on, I'm sorry, Jake Matthews are, are on that team also. He's got a great line in front of him. They also have Kyle Pitts, who's a complete mismatch at tight end, Drake London, who's also a mismatch at wide receiver. They have, they're, they're just a team that, that have a ton of mismatches right now. So I think that that Falcons offense is actually going to be relatively formidable next year. But yeah, I love Robinson, six foot, 225, ran a 442, was very, very good. In college, really well spoken, uh, great guy, nothing but awesome. And you hear this a lot, but I'm really like nothing but good things have, have been said about Bijan Robinson. And he obviously has the athleticism in the boot. So I think that Bijan Robinson has a chance that I think he's going to have a Hall of Fame career, actually. And uh, I would say that, that there's a chance that he could have a Nick Chubb like impact on the Falcons. There he is. Check him out at ProWagering, ProWagering.com. JD Sharp. JD, good stuff as always. Thanks for coming by. 
Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got an open segment. Get on in at one has passed away due to COVID-19. Pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out.
Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Oh, you better get in line, girl. Welcome back to the program. Get with the program. 1-800-878-PLAY. Drew Millard, new book, How Golf Can Save Your Life. What? Really? Uh, he'll join us next. But we have some open lines at 1-800-878-7529. Sorry to report that Denny Crum has passed away at the age of 86. The Hall of Fame basketball coach who led Louisville to two national championships in the 80s. I didn't realize he played for John Wooden at UCLA in the 50s. And um, he was an assistant there. Louisville hired him in 1971, got to the Final Four six times, won the national championship in 80 and 86. Wasn't that uh, never nervous Purvis? Wasn't he part of that team? And, I mean, think about Louisville. They were in the Missouri Valley. Then they went to the Metro. Then they went to Conference USA. It's funny back then, but... He was the fastest coach to win 500 games. A lot of people called him Cool Hand Luke because of how calm he was. He was almost 400 games over 500 before retiring in 2001. I always just remember that red sport coat. How can you miss it? And the comb over. Uh, Daryl Griffith, who played for him, said, quote, they don't make them like coach anymore. Coach Crum was the type of coach that everybody gravitated to. He was just so personable. He opened up this program to the city. Everyone was welcome. Uh, People felt that. And as I mentioned, Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame, 94. Uh, 25 years later, he was one of six coaches to be honored with a commemorative bench around a statue of Dr. James Naismith outside the Hall of Fame there in Springfield, Mass. And um, he started the Denny Crum Scholarship Fund, uh, to uh, help kids uh, get there. And um, he had a stroke about six years ago in Alaska while he was fishing, and then he had another stroke a couple of years ago. But <clears throat> anyway, um, Denny Crum, who was a great basketball coach, was 86 years old. Now, speaking of college basketball, there's another fracas, if you like, concerning somebody saying something that slipped. Now, this was intentional. And look, it's still a national headline from my old colleague, Glenn Kuyper. As I say, we kind of grew up in the business together about the same age. Um, When we used to do Sports Channel Light, he would take a game and then turn it into a 30-minute game. And I remember the panic from across the hall, and he would run over these Betacam SP tapes for me and um, I laughed with him one time when he yelled, the only one who knows what's going on in here is Rick. That's right. It's a compliment that I'm talking about myself. But I, you know what I think would happen with Glenn when he was saying Negro Leagues and he said the N-word instead? Whenever you listen to, and I'm telling you this is a fact, whenever you listen to anyone who played in the Negro Leagues, they always say the Negro Leagues. And it's so on the fence. It's like, yee. It always gives me the willies. It gives me the willies just saying it. And I think he had, ju- Glenn had just been there. And I, this is, he didn't tell me this. I don't talk to Glenn anymore unless I go to the call Sam. I say, what's up in the press box? I think in his mind, <laughs> he was thinking about how people called the Nig Grow Leagues. 
And I, I think that's why he slipped. But who knows? Let's get to the topic of the day, which is Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins, of course, is the Hall of Fame basketball coach. Um, you think about the great teams he had in Cincinnati. He's been at West Virginia since 2007. He's taken him to the dance 11 times. Um, he got his start in Akron in the MAC in the mid 80s. He was there for five years with the Zips before he went to the Bearcats for 16 years and got one Final Four in 1992, one season at K-State before going to Morgantown. But he was being uh, interviewed on a show, and they were talking about Xavier University. Xavier is a Catholic college in Cincinnati. And he said, uh, did Huggins, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my gosh, they can get away with anything. And then the host of the radio show said <clears throat> it was transgender night. And then um, uh, Higgins said, what, it was all those FAGs, those Catholic FAGs, I think. They were envious they didn't have one, meaning a penis. If you're offended by me spelling out the word, I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, uh, Huggins now, you, I mean, what year do you think it is that you think you can say that? So he put on social media earlier today on a Cincinnati radio program. I was asked about the rivalry between my former employee, the university of Cincinnati and its crosstown rival, Xavier university during the conversation I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for. And I won't try to make one here. I am deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended, as well to the Xavier University community. The University of Cincinnati and West Virginia University, I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching that there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. I've never heard anybody say those Catholic Fs, <laughs> but I can tell you as someone who was uh, you know, born and raised Catholic, went to a Catholic high school, went to a Catholic college, uh, don't worry, I'm not an evangelist. I'm not going to try to convert you. My dad said when Kennedy was elected, people thought the Pope was going to move to Washington, D.C. Because we had never had a Catholic president, we haven't had one since, that we're all supposed to do whatever the Pope says. Um, but anyway, the only thing I, and the thing is, people will say, oh, you know, uh, well, those Catholics, look, if there's like a pedophile priest, the guy should rot in jail or worse. You think I'm going to defend them? I defend nothing. The only, I can only tell you the only thing that has ever bugged me is when people say, mm, you're Catholic, you're guilty. And I'm like, what did I do? You have Catholic guilt. I do? Why? What did I do? What should I be guilty of? You're guilty. <laughs> I am? It's just such a stupid stereotype. 
you're guilty because you're a Catholic. Bleep. That's what they always do, too. They always go, Bleep. But anyway, you there's no way, even in Morgantown, <clears throat> West Virginia, where Scott Farrell once told me in the mid-'90s when I w- used to work in TV with Scott, and, of course, you can hear him on the bench right here on Sports Byline. <clears throat> you're the one, you're the man, you're the one, you're the man, you're the one, you're the man. Uh, how can I be the man when you're the man? How can I be the man when you're the man? How can I be the man when you're the man? Sorry, I got some mid-90s. Far out, far out. He told me that he's from Pittsburgh. He said that he and his dad went to Morgantown for a campus visit when he was a senior, and the guy who was supposed to show him around was drop-dead drunk. Like, uh, yeah. He was, like, holding a pitcher of beer. He's like, uh, yeah, let me give you a tour. And Pharrell said his dad's like, you're not going here. Get in the car. We've seen enough. <laughs> a bunch of drunks. But my point is, even in a place like that, you can't say the F word that rhymes with bag. You, and 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 then to take a religious group, which just happens to be the largest Christian church in the world, you're going to offend everyone who is sensitive to that word, and then you're going to offend even people who aren't sensitive to that word. You're going to offend people who are homosexual and are not, and then you're going to um, offend the largest Christian church in the world. I think even in Morgantown, you can't keep your job. That's just, I'm not saying fire. I'm just saying that's the way it is. I mean, how, how in the world is he going to stay? I don't know. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Drew Millard. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days.
days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Uh, I think a lot of weird things. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show author Drew Millard. He has a new book from Abrams Press. It's called How Golf Can Save Your Life. Drew, welcome to the show. And from what I understand, you are kind of feeling down and even though you kind of stunk at golf like I do, you you dragged your clubs out of the closet and you went back out there and it it helped you immensely. How did this all get going? Oh, well, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, and, yeah, I would say that I, yeah, a few years ago I was working in a newsroom that was online. It was really, like, fast. Um, as I'm sure you can relate to because you're in radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, I just got burned out. I, I was living in Los Angeles. I moved all my. I moved back uh, to North Carolina, where I'm from, and I was feeling down. Ended up, yeah, like you said, pulling my golf clubs out, and that really, along with like a regimen of, you know, therapy and whatnot really helped me get back on my feet and be better than I was before. And I've been obsessed ever since. I'm looking at some of your chapters, 
you know, how golf keeps you honest. I can think about, you know, the rules and, you know, mm-hmm. how many, sh- you know, did I drop the ball or did I not? How it tells you to, to slow down. I get that. But I'm interested because I don't know what you mean when you say how golf <laughs> made you a better son. Mm. Well, when I was growing up, um, you know, my first formative experiences playing golf um, were with my dad. And, you know, just playing out, playing there, playing out there on the course with him, you know, you know, when you're like 12 or 12 to 16, you're just like irrationally upset all the time if anything goes wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I was definitely like that on the course with my dad. And, you know, even though, and my dad would always be like, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. And I'd be like, oh, come on, Dad. And then, you know, now that I've gotten older, I really appreciate those times because my dad was basically trying to teach me, you know, you need to learn to deal with things as they come and accept them for what they are rather than, you know, getting upset or trying to change anything. And I really value that. So that's where that comes from. How about the chapter, how golf helped me learn to let go? Because a lot of times, you know, we lose loved ones or we have a bad breakup. Uh, maybe we made a bad investment, what have you. How did you, how did golf help you to do that? Um, you know, with that, I think, honestly, sort of a similar, a similar thing. Like, I remember, um, you know, a couple of years ago, the incident that's the basis of that chapter, I was playing um, with my buddy at his country club and like I I had shot like a 82, which is really good for me the day before. And I was like raring to go and I get there and I'm like, Oh wow. Uh, this course is really hard. And I'm suddenly I'd forgotten how to hit a golf ball. And you know, you have to just sort of laugh at it. Like, as you know, as my as my round is like coming apart, um, by the end I was just like laughing because there's there's nothing you can do about that stuff. And there's so many things in life where you know you want if you say, oh, if I only had control of the situation, it would be okay. But we can't have control of those situations. You know, um, it's almost like stoic philosophy or something. Uh, by the way, we are speaking with Drew Millard, the new book, How Golf Can Save Your Life, from Abrams Press. Looking into your background, and this almost sounds like an SNL thing, so tell me <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what the basis is, but how are you the golf writer for Penthouse? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, so, well, first of all, um, a not-so-dirty secret of journalism is that uh, certain certain magazines in that world, such as uh, Playboy, Penthouse, what have you, those those pay really really well, and so you know you can you can look at like an old Playboy and see like Norman Mailer uh, or something, <laughs> or and like guys like that in there, David Foster Wallace. So there's like a big there's a big tradition of people taking taking work at those places. And I, I wrote a piece for them about, 
uh, how in the mid 2000s uh, there were all of these golf course communities being built uh, throughout America. And I actually was working at one of them when I was in high school. And then when 2007, uh, you know, the Great Recession hit, uh, all of those construction projects froze. And so you have all of these golf courses throughout the nation that were meant to have housing communities like surrounding them. And they just like don't. Um, and it's a really fascinating thing. I termed them zombie golf courses. Um, so that's where that came from. And I guess Penthouse probably only ever ran one article about golf. <laughs> so therefore I am the Penthouse golf writer. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this too, because when you talk about getting out of depression by playing golf, Golf might be the number one sport to send people into depression, <laughs> especially when you think about how much they pay for their clubs and their equipment and lessons and everything else. For me, the way I deal with it, and I'm, I'm very much a competitive guy, is that I just think, look, I n- I've never taken a lesson. I didn't, never golfed until I was in my 30s, and I get frustrated, but I don't mope about it because I know that I should stink. So for you, mm-hmm. how do you not get down if you lose 10 balls and shoot 120? Well, you know, uh, the great thing is if you lose 10 balls, you're probably looking for them in the woods, <laughs> and you'll probably find 10 more balls <laughs> because other people are losing them too. Yeah, And I think that's actually a great, a great uh, metaphor for why I don't get down because like, it's like, it's like a golf is a collective struggle. Like we each toil at it individually and we do so poorly, but together we all know that same, that same frustration and sort of like going back to the well again and again, because like, you know, you hit one good shot and it's so addicting that it erases all of the disappointment uh, that you've had the entire round. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah. actually, you know, ever since the pandemic began, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe that about 2 million people uh, have started playing golf since, you know, April of 2020. Um, and that's really like, that's like a 33% increase or something. And so it's really changed. Those people have really changed the character of the game in my mind. Because you have all of these people who are enthusiastic, but are coming to it almost like cold. Like they don't have any preconceived notions. They're not worried about having the latest and greatest because, you know, they're just going to a thrift store, play it against sports and getting whatever's cheapest. Um, And so, you know, I really think that those people are redefining what golf is on a popular level. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. The last time I golfed a couple of weeks ago, my last hole, 18, I got a par. It was my only one of the day, and I kind of forgot about how much I stunk on the first 17 holes. All right, now let me ask you this. That's how it gets you. <laughs> yes. Was it a lawyer who told you in the conclusion of your book, look, if you're in genuine distress, see a mental health specialist just so no one sues you because this book didn't save their life? <laughs> um. Actually, I, I put that in there um, voluntarily I, because that's something that I think is really important. Um, and actually, you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book was because 
it's really hard for a lot of people, um, especially men, to talk about mental health. And, you know, I wanted this book to show them that there are ways to engage with your mental health that are, you know, for lack of a better term, like, cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And, but, you know, also a big part of that, and especially with my own recovery, was uh, also seeing a therapist. And the way that golf helped was it gave me, you know, plenty of physical exercise, which gets, you know, your endorphins flowing, helps you feel good. And it gave me time to reflect on things that I had, you know, been talking about in therapy. No doubt. Last question for you. When you write such a personal book like this, what was maybe, if you don't mind, the one thing that was embarrassing or humiliating and you thought, I can't tell this story, and you're like, damn it, I'm exposing everything, and you wrote it anyway? Um, there's a bit in there about how I got punched in the head by a rapper while I was a uh, journalist at a place called Vice Media. Um, I'd written a piece sort of saying, yeah, this guy, he's no good. And he got really, really upset. And sorry, I misspoke. Uh, I wasn't punched in the head by a rapper. I was punched in the head by a rapper's associate. Hmm. He sent an associate to a bar that I was DJing at. And I was hanging out outside. And he uh, punched me in the left ear and then jumped in a cab and ran away. It was like a scene from a movie or something. But that's really embarrassing to be like, I blogged so hard that I got hit. (laughs) Um, But it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like a good story. So Well, and you know what? He looks like a coward at the sucker punch and running away, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he still would have punched me if I if he'd been facing me. It was just a, it was the circumstances. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, pick it up. It's out brand new today. Abrams Press: How Golf Can yep. Save Your Life by Drew Millard. Drew, good stuff, man. Let's talk again sometime. Would love to. Have a great one. All right. Sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. Still time to get in at one eight hundred eight. Play right here on Sports Byline. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. 
You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants i have two minutes for vince in lafayette how you doing vince oh great so uh, i was looking at the sharks got the fourth pick yeah um and i heard they're probably gonna pick that russian player this last name is mitch Kopa, i think his last name mitch Kopp. i would um, love I to have him yeah yeah and they're probably gonna pick him but uh it's a big test of gear because he won't be available for three years because he signed in the in the russian mm-hmm. so he's gonna play there until he's 21 um, but he could be actually the best player in the draft. Yes. That's why he's at fourth. So um, he's a, a gr- really supposed to be a really good right winger. Again, I'm just getting stuff from the athletic. I obviously never seen him play because he's in Russia. And anybody saying they did, they'd be 
BS in you. But um, do you see that as the smart move for the Sharks, or do you think they should trade down or um, no. do something else? That guy scored 70 goals last year, Michkov. Um, I'll take yeah. I'll take Will Smith, too, if he's there. Um, he's a bag of tricks, uh, but he's going to go to uh, college uh, next year as well. So you're going to have to wait one way or the other. But this guy, Michkov, is supposed to be maybe the best offensive player in the whole draft. So, yes, I would. The Sharks aren't going to do anything for two years anyway, so you might as well take him. Well, they're saying three, but Will Smith is supposed to go to Columbus. Um, and on the third, third overall, and I don't think uh, because he's pretty highly ranked, um, he's not going to he'll be picked third. And the, the second pick is pretty locked in. Yeah, so Frantilli's going to go second. Yeah. Well, we'll see about yeah, the, so the third one. Could be Michkov, though. It really could be. And then Will Smith will land on our laps, or they could go Leo Carlson. Yeah, that that will exactly what happened. Yeah. But I don't see Columbus not doing that because. They don't want to wait three years. <laughs> they don't want. They want that guy now. And well, he's still he's going away, to Boston but... College though, or or BU or something. So they're gonna have to wait on him anyway. But hey, Vince, I got to run, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you have a great day. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow at nine a.m. Yeah, man. I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.